Yo, what is up? It is your boy, Jesse James the Outlaw, or my government name, Jesse Williams, and just got a text message and from my girlfriend. Anyway, so I have already done the intro to the new Aftershift Podcast Network, and so I've already set up the lineup, talked to the guys, they're all good with it, and we tested out some of the equipment last night, and so this will be... The first installment of the Jesse James, the Outlaw Sports Show. We have got to come up with a better name for that. We have got to come up with something that flows better. So we're going to call this the Outlaw Sports Show presented by Jesse James Williams. Okay, so I think we're going to go with the Outlaw Sports Show presented by Jesse James. Obviously, we'll figure out whether or not to use my last name for legal reasons. So... As I've said on the intro to the Aftership Podcast Network, I have been off air for a very long time. And not only just off air, but I haven't done a podcast since like March or April. And man, have I missed it. So, sorry, I'm a little out of breath today. I don't know why. But let's get back to it. And so there have been so many things that have happened since I've been off the air. And so we will go through those. And we'll be probably splitting these up into segments. So there may be a little break in between. And so bear with me as we get back on the air. And I would like to thank everybody on Twitter, my Twitter family. And I'm going to shout them out because they supported me before. And I still feel like they support me now. And so Chase Gage, at Chase Gage 1, Chris America at the chris america cursed villain at underscore cursed villain he's part of this podcast network the primetime capper at p-o-p-d-i-b-i-a-s-e my homie my brother from another mother steffi tweets at steffi s-t-e-p-h-i-e tweets uh 12 ounce sports radio for basically launching my podcasting career uh we need to find out what ian's twitter is real quick is uh, at Ian Sane underscore sports. That is at underscore I-A-N-S-A-N-E underscore sports. Listen, there's a whole bunch of y'all I like to thank, but I don't have time to get to all that because I have to go to work at 430. So let's get into it. So what has happened since I've been off air? Let's think. Hmm. So the Raptors won the NBA title. Kevin Durant got injured twice. Kevin Durant left the Warriors. Anthony Davis got traded to the Lakers. Kyrie Irving left the Celtics, which, duh, everyone knew that was going to happen. Um, what else happened? Oh, I'll just go through it. Kawhi and PG went to the Clippers. Uh, KD and Kyrie to the Nets. AD Cousins, Brad, uh, Avery Bradley, uh, Danny Green went to the Lakers, and Frank Vogel got hired as coach. Um, Luke Walton got fired. And basically, the LaVar Ball show is over in L.A., they got shipped to New Orleans. Zion got drafted. Alonzo Ingram, um, J.J. Redick, and Hart all around the Pelicans now. Al Horford went to Philadelphia. Jimmy Butler left and went to the Heat by himself. And J.J. Redick left. And Westbrook went to Houston. And CP3 went to Oklahoma State. So that's a whole lot to cover. And that's just in the NBA. Not to mention the fact that we had the draft. Kyler Murray went number one overall. And we are now sitting here on... August 2nd, I keep thinking it's July, August 2nd, we are in NFL training camp, and 
it is an exciting time because the NBA has stolen the calendar year as it usually does. And the NFL is coming back with just so many topics to talk about. And so I'm super excited. So I guess for this first segment, we're going to talk about the NBA. Quick thoughts. Toronto probably does not beat Golden State if Kevin Durant doesn't get hurt. I really believe that. The series went six. A lot of the games were close. Kawhi played really great, but didn't really close out games in the final minutes. I would agree with Skip Bayless on that, even though I'm a grown-up and I'm going to say his name and not call him number two. not saying that Skip ain't a grown-up, but I think that's a little childish. Okay, sorry if you hear a little movement. I moved the mic back a little bit. All right, so... They win the championship, and then Kawhi Leonard goes into free agency and basically hoodwinks the entire NBA. He, the Lakers feel like they have a shot. Then the Clippers feel like they have a shot. And then Toronto thinks they have a shot. And all these analysts who I really respect, Jalen Rose, Chris Broussard, different NBA guys, Brian Windhorst, are, are, are all hearing different things. And we found out later that Kawhi was just waiting for someone to come with him to the Clippers. Now, I do not begrudge Kawhi Leonard for not going to be essentially the third wheel on a LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard trio. I don't blame him for that. It's a very hard role to play. What I do begrudge him is he drug it out so long that it really hampered the Lakers' inability to fill out the rest of the roster, which I think they did a great job. We're going to get to the Lakers in a minute. I want to stick on Kawhi for a minute, but it's in Kawhi's right. And I feel like the NBA teams need to take that into consideration when they start leaking information. I think Kawhi made a very good decision, and the NBA does not have a super team at this time. And so there's a bunch of duos. You got AD and LeBron with the Lakers. You got Kawhi and PG with the Clippers, KD and Kyrie with the Nets. Oh, you got Ennis Cantor and Kimball Walker with the Celtics. I think the Celtics would be interesting. They don't really have a big two. You've got Simmons and Embiid in Philadelphia. You've got Harden and Westbrook in Oklahoma City. So I think that Kawhi basically didn't want to do what Kevin Durant did and basically cancel the NBA regular season. And so that's that. So I want to go to KD for a minute because the KD thing, KD was really the big free agent all year. It was really considered Kevin Durant, then Kawhi Leonard. And everyone was convinced that Kevin Durant was going to the Knicks. Well, he was going to New York. He just wasn't going to the Knicks. And I think that he really wanted to go to the Knicks. But number one, James Dolan is an idiot. I don't. I mean, he, he may not be an idiot business-wise because he is a billionaire. But he is an idiot as an NBA owner. Like, I get that Kevin Durant's coming off some serious injuries. But... And maybe he's not an idiot. Maybe he's smart for not signing Kevin Durant to the max. But my question is, is you've been building this thing up all year about how you're going to attract these free agents. And something in me told me several things about the Knicks. That they weren't going to get Kyrie. They weren't going to get Kevin Durant. And they weren't going to get Zion Williamson in the draft. Because good things just don't happen to the Knicks. Except for like the frozen envelope with Patrick Ewing back in 1980, whatever year that was. I want to say it was 1985, the year after Jordan. And so, KD is in Brooklyn, which is still in New York City, in case you don't know your boroughs. That's where Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls are from. It's the BK. Jay-Z, it's the rock. But, you know, back to this situation, I think that 
it's going to be very interesting with those two guys in New York with their quirky personalities with the media. It's not the Knicks media, but the media is still going to be there. I mean, they'll 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 travel across the city to interview you. Now, now obviously, Kevin Durant's out. Most people think for the rest of next year, and so I don't really feel like the Nets are going to be a factor. They've got some nice players on that team, and with but a team led by Kyrie Irving, as we see, doesn't go very far in the NBA. And so, I think that. Those were two interesting things. And the fact that Kawhi got Paul George to demand a trade from Oklahoma City. That was in it of itself an amazing thing where this soft-spoken Kawhi Leonard basically got Paul. And, and, and the thing is, like, Paul George didn't force his way out of Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City could have just been like, nah, bro, you under contract for, I think he was under contract for like two years. And so they could have said no and made him play out at least a year of that. But Sam Presti was thinking, okay, how about I get a whole bunch of assets for Paul George? And what they got was crazy, and I'm not even going to – I think that Daniel Gallinari, uh, Shai, Alexander what, – what, what's the point guard's name? Um, I'm going to look that up real quick because I, I – is it Shai Gilchrist Alexander? What, what is this guy's name that I'm trying to figure out? I'm going to type in – it to Google real quick. Yes, Shy Gilgis Alexander. I can never pronounce that guy's name. So they got, and they got like a buttload of draft picks. Then they're like, hey, Russell Westbrook, I know that we basically took the only really, no disrespect to Steven Adams whatsoever, but we, we just took the best player on the team and traded him for all these young players, and we don't want to waste the rest of your prime. So they trade him to Houston for another buttload of draft picks. And Chris Paul. And I know that I'm kind of switching gears here because I'm just kind of floating through the NBA before I get to Anthony Davis and LeBron because that's what I really want to cover. So the Chris Paul thing is a wrap, guys. Chris Paul is not the guy that he used to be. Chris Paul is also very stubborn and hard to play with. He's very demanding. He's very demanding for a guy that's been in the Western Conference Finals like once. Or I think maybe they've been twice. No, they went once because they lost in the second round this year. And so that's they're going to have to get rid of him at some point. And so over and all, it's, I don't even know if that's a thing. Overall, it's been a very interesting offseason in the NBA. Congratulations to the Raptors for winning the championship. Kawhi and PG to the Clippers. But let's talk about Anthony Davis to the Lakers. And mind you, I know I'm late on this, so I'm just kind of covering some things very quickly so that we can get to the more current events. So Anthony Davis to the Lakers, obviously Lonzo Ball. Um, it was Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, um, and like several draft picks went to the New Orleans Pelicans for Anthony Davis. And this is after they won the lottery and got the rights to draft Zion Williamson. And Anthony Davis is like, no, I still want out of here. This team is very interesting. So you have Anthony Davis, as I said before. You have DeMarcus Cousins coming off an injury. You have Avery Bradley, who's still a pretty good defender. Danny Green, who's a pretty good defender and shooter. You've got LeBron. You've got Kyle Kuzma. You've got Ronda re-signed. Um, there's a couple of other players that I'm missing on here, but I think that's really their core. In fact, I have this on a note on my phone. And so, oh, Jared Dudley, JaVel McGee, uh, KCP, 
Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope, I think is his whole name. I don't know a lot of these dudes. These dudes have so many names nowadays. And then Troy Daniels, Alex Caruso, and oh, uh, Quinn Cook from the Warriors, which I think is a very underrated pickup for them, as many analysts have agreed. So the thing is, the West is wide open. And I'm actually going to give my way to early predictions after we take a quick break for these messages. Even though there will probably be no commercials, you'll probably just hear a pause and then me talking again. So we will be right back on the Outlaw Sports Show presented by Jesse James. Yo, we are back on the Outlaw Sports Show presented by Jesse James Williams. I think I am going to throw my last name in there. Just because I don't feel like legally changing my name. So in the last segment, we kind of went over what happened since I basically took a hiatus from doing podcasts and radio. And to be honest, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was kind of burned out for a little bit. I kind of didn't really want to do this every day. I'd been on a nightly show for a while. I'd been on a daily show. I'd been on a weekly show. I'd been jumping on other people's shows and other people have been jumping on my show. And... I just kind of needed to take a break um, and get back to some, you know, I, okay, so I don't know if I said this on the intro, but I got divorced, so I guess either sad or congratulations, however you want to feel, so I think when that happened, I, I was on Army Orders, I came back, and that happened, that was right around the time I had last been on the air, so yeah, I had, I had to take some time to deal with my personal stuff, but you know, I'm back. So, these are going to be my way too early predictions for the Western Conference. We'll take another break, and then I'll get to the Eastern Conference. And i got to keep an eye on the time so I'm not late to work, and you know, because that job actually pays me. And people are going to probably go crazy when they hear this and argue with me and all the takes. And I really don't care because these are my takes, and I'm allowed to change my mind because we have until still several months before training camp in the NBA even opens up. And so... This is my order of the entire West, and then I'll cut it off like when I when after we get the first eight. But I also want to, and I'm gonna throw some comments here and there of how I think it's gonna shape up. I'm not gonna go through their entire rosters, but I'm gonna make a comment about each team, maybe comment or two. All right. So Western Conference first. I think it's the more interesting conference. The number one team I have is the Los Angeles Clippers. I just think that Kawhi. I think the combination of Kawhi, Paul George, and Doc Rivers is going to propel this team to the number one seed. I think they're going to be under the impression that they need the number one seed. And so I think they're going to get it. I think that, yes, Paul George is coming off an injury and Kawhi is going to still get time off like he did last year, which is great when you can negotiate that into your contract. I'm not saying he did that, but I'm sure that was part of it. Like, hey, I ain't trying to play 82 games. So cool. I just think they are the, I think for the regular season, they're the, they're the best equipped team to win the West. I've got the Lakers finishing second, and this is going to have an asterisk next to it. Because if LeBron decides to take 20 games off, I think they'll be closer to the third or fourth seed. But I think that the Lakers and Anthony, LeBron's on a mission because y'all been not putting any respect on his name, as the Birdman would say, who flies through any weather. So, without y'all putting respect on LeBron's name, I think LeBron's going to come and torch the NBA this year. I think Anthony Davis, with all of the negative publicity that he's been dealing with, I think he's going to come back and torch the NBA. And I think this team is going to be better defensively because of Frank Vogel. We'll see. Over and under, if y'all think how long it takes for Jason Kidd to become the head coach. So, I like the Lakers. 
we're, and we're just getting we're just going to go through the regular season and we'll do another segment about maybe playoff seating at some other point. It's way too early for that. My third team is the Utah Jazz. Look, I love what the Utah Jazz did with Bogdanovich. I hope I'm saying his name right. You're a big dude. Don't beat me up. Uh, and Mike Conley Jr. to go with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I think they still have the Joe Inglis dude. So I really like this team. They gave up Derek Favors, but Derek Favors never lived up to his potential. And I think Utah is going to be a very sneaky team in the playoffs. I think they have a shot creator in Conley who can score a little more than Ricky Rubio. And I think they're going to be a little better offensively. And I think Quinn Snyder is a great coach. Just like I think Doc, I think Doc Rivers is a Hall of Fame coach. I've always thought that. My number four team is going to surprise a lot of people, and it's Golden State. I think that people are sleeping on this team. They've been to the NBA Finals, especially when Kevin Durant comes back. Not Kevin Durant. I'm sorry, Clay Thompson. Because I think Clay Thompson will come back before the playoffs. But I think Steph's going to have another MVP type year. People are acting like he's still not the greatest shooter. I think Steve Kerr is going to do one of his best coaching jobs. Now, I think it's going to be a toss-up between this team and my next team. And, I, and that next team is the Houston Rockets. Listen, I don't think they're going to be very good in the playoffs. But they've got, they've got too much talent. Aaron Gordon, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Clint Capella, P.J. Tucker. Like, this team is still really, really good. And I think Dan Tony's coaching for his coaching career at this point. And I, and I mean that because I think that if it doesn't work here, people are going to say he can't win a championship. So unless some lower-level team like Sacramento or somebody like that ends up hiring him, and I don't even know Sacramento's coaching situation right now because I really don't care. Even though they had a good year last year, I would have to look that up and see who their coach is when we get down to them farther on down the list. But yeah, Golden State, I think, is going to win. going to be the fourth or fifth seed, so I'm going to claim that as a toss-up. Uh, the sixth seed, I've got... I have Denver written down, but I'm going to go with Portland. I think the re-signing of CJ McCollum, they're... They signed Pal Gasol, which I don't even really know what that means because I think he's pretty washed at this point, but he's another veteran. You got Dame Lillard, of course. I like Terry Schatz. Schatz however you say his name, Terry Schatz is a good coach. I think that Portland quietly always has decent years, and they did go to the Western Conference Finals last year. Let's not forget that. So that did happen. Um, I love Dame Lillard. He's actually not a bad rapper either. So... I've got the Clippers first, the Lakers second, Utah third, Golden State fourth, Houston fifth, and Portland sixth. Number seven, I've got Denver. And I know this is, I think Denver was the number one seed last year, but the West is so tough. And Denver, to me, just didn't do enough. I really like Jokic, but he's got to control his temper. And is Jamal Murray a star? Or is he just a really good player? And so I think Denver kind of slides down. And I think a lot of these standings are going to be determined by a couple I think the standing is going to be determined by like a couple of games here and there like it's always been in the Western Conference and filling out number eight for the final playoff spot I got San Antonio because they just don't miss the playoffs I think Murray coming back at point guard I think they'll be good Pop's still an amazing coach I think he's going to get rejuvenized with USA Basketball with the World Cup coming up this summer and which nobody seems to want to play in which is whatevs I mean It'll, it'll be interesting to see who's on the Olympic team next year. And then after that, at number nine, I've got New Orleans. I think, and 
it's just that those top eight are so good that no matter what New Orleans does, it's going to be hard to keep San Antonio, Portland, and Denver out of the playoffs. I think the Clippers, the Lakers, the Jazz, Golden State, Houston, Denver are locks. And I, and I just think that the eight teams, like, I agree with a lot of the analysts on the big networks. I just think those teams are locks to make the playoffs. New Orleans, they had a really, really good offseason for getting rid of one of the best players in the NBA. They, I mean, they got J.J. Redick is so underrated. He's going to be great for that team. If Zion is half of what he thinks he is, and if Alvin Gentry can coach these guys, if he can coach... Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and get something out of them, then I think that they'll be in their future looks bright, but no playoffs this year. Unless someone from San Antonio gets hurt. But I just, I don't even like the Spurs, but I, I, I'm not. Yeah, Dallas. I don't know what Dallas is doing because they signed a whole bunch of mediocre dudes um, to contracts. In fact, we're going to look it up real quick. And I'm sorry, David and my buddy. Um, I'm really sorry about what I'm going to have to just assassinate your team. But we're going to look this up. Well, they got Seth Curry, but he ain't as good as his brother. And let's see. They got Kristaps Porzingis, if he can stay out of trouble. Um, they still have Luka Doncic. And, but they just they don't really do anything. I mean, DeAndre Jordan's gone. They got that Finney guy. They... The White Powell got re-signed. I'm just not really impressed with what the Mavericks are doing. Nobody seems to want to go and play there. Mark Cuban's continually running his mouth. Oh, they retained... Okay, so I'm reading this article on sportsdaily.dallasnews.com. And so they're, so they're building around a rehabbing Porzingis. Um, Dirk Nowitzki's gone. And Luka Doncic. And then they acquired Curry... And Dellen Wright, I think that's who it is. Dellen Wright, yeah. And then they have Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, and Dorian Finney-Smith, who they all re-signed and gave money to. Yeah, I just, I don't even know why I'm spending so much time in the Mavericks. They're boring. They're not going to do anything. Rick Carlisle's getting screwed because he's a great coach. I'm just so sick of the Dallas Mavericks and their fan base. I love you, Vu, but I'm tired. Don't talk to me about the Dallas Mavericks. They can't get free agents. They just. Ever since they've won that title, it's like Mark Cuban. Like they got Chandler Parsons, who is basically a shell of himself of whatever he was. I'm, I'm off them. Minnesota, I guess Saunders, Flip Saunders died, right? Rest in peace. And so his son is now the head coach. And they still have Carl Anthony Towns, who seems to be soft. They still have Andrew Wiggins, who doesn't play defense, even though he was drafted to play defense. Um... I don't even know what they really did in the offseason. There's nothing. I mean, they lost Jimmy Butler uh, last year to Philadelphia. They just don't. Not, not, nothing about the Timberwolves excites me. Um, they had Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is gone. Poof. Uh, Sacramento got a lot of young players. They finally let Willie Cauley-Stein out of their, like, center rotation. Um, I've got So I've got Dallas 10th, Minnesota 11th, Sacramento 12th, Oklahoma City. They're going to win games, but they're going to be bad. Memphis, young. They got... Um, Ja Moran, which I think is a really good draft pickup for them. And I think they're building the right way. They got Andre Iguodala. I don't know what they're going to do. And then the last team I got in the West is the Phoenix Suns because they're dumpster fire trash as an organization. Like, 
they fired Earl Watson and they hired the Eeyore dude and then they fired him after a year and fired a general manager and then they drafted like one of the dudes from North Carolina who wasn't as good as some of the other dudes from North Carolina and Devin Booker is going to get paid a billion dollars to basically win 15 games a year. I don't know what DeAndre Ayton's going to be. And so to recap the West, I got number one, the Clippers, number two, the Lakers, three, Utah, four, Golden State, five, Houston, six, Denver, seven, Portland, eight, San Antonio, nine, New Orleans, Dallas, 10, Minnesota, 11, Sacramento, 12, Oklahoma City, 13, Memphis, 14, and Phoenix, 15. And after a quick break, we will cover the Eastern Conference. Yo, what is up? I am back after a quick break because this uh, podcast stuff when you do it by yourself is really hard to do when you're not doing it with somebody because you're just steadily talking and you can easily run out of breath. So you can probably notice that. But, you know, we're going to have other shows on the podcast, the After Shift Podcast Network that will involve me not talking the entire time, which will probably make a bunch of y'all really happy. But if you don't like to hear me talk, you don't have to listen. So we're going to go to the Eastern Conference, which Got really exciting this year and then kind of got a little exciting, but kind of got boring. And we'll kind of go through it and tell you why. So the Easter Conference coming up. And it's really weird that I'm doing the basketball preview before the NFL preview because the NFL season is coming up sooner. But because I already started off talking about the NBA, I'll go ahead and discuss what I think is going to happen with the NBA. So we're in the Eastern Conference, the most ridiculed conference in all sports. And so, number one, I've got the Philadelphia 76ers. I think that the addition of Al Horford is huge, but I think they're going to struggle to shoot the ball. I have seen clips of Ben Simmons shooting, and it looks weird, but it goes in, and is he going to do that during the game? Like, that's the question. Like, hey, dude, are you going to shoot in the game? Like, ever? Like, are you ever going to pull up and shoot, or is everything going to be a layup or a pass? All right. Um, the loss of J.J. Redick to me is huge. Jimmy Butler, not so much. I don't think that chemistry experience really worked. I'm kind of like, we'll get to Jimmy Butler when we get to the Miami Heat. But Philadelphia still has Ben Simmons. They still have Joel Embiid. His health is always the question. Brett Brown somehow is still the coach, even though I feel like they've underachieved. Though they did get beat on the last second shot. So if they win that game, then they go to the conference finals. And let's see what happens against Milwaukee. And then we're having a totally different NBA conversation. So, but I think the addition of Al Horford is going to be great for that locker room. He can he can spread the floor. They lost Bob, they lost another shooter. I don't remember which dude it was, but they don't have a shooter. They lost him. And so, also Dario Saric decided he was going to go back to Europe. And I know they traded him midway through the season. So, or maybe they traded him last year. I don't remember. I just know that Philadelphia is really good and my number two team is the milwaukee bucks just because i think i think win total wise i'll take a step back i think i think the loss of malcolm brogdon is huge we'll see if eric bledsoe can not be bad in the playoffs next year they re-signed brooke lopez which i think is really good he spreads the floor and like brooke lopez has always been really good in the right situation right so he's not he's never been a perennial all-star but i mean he can shoot he can play defense he, and he just does his job. So, and of course, this is like this is the year they have to prove to Giannis that they can take the next step. I thought Milwaukee was going to make the NBA Finals this year, and I think they could have won it. But they've taken steps, right? So now they've gone been to the conference finals. Now it's time for them to take that step in the playoffs and go to the NBA Finals. 
the third best team in the in the Eastern Conference, and I hate to say it because they're boring as hell. The Indiana Pacers. Nate McMillan is doing a great job with that team. You get a healthy Victor Oladipo back. Darren Collison, who actually did Darren Collison retire? I need to look that up. I think he re- one of them little point guards retired. But they also got Malcolm Brogdon. And no, no, no. He, he's still playing. Oh, no, he did retire. He retired. That's right. Darren Collison retired. So I still think Indiana plays hard-nosed defense. I think they still have Miles Turner. I'm not quite sure. Can someone answer that? See, this is why like, I wish I was on the radio because I'm asking people to answer this, but I'm doing a podcast. So obviously, y'all won't be able to answer it to me right now. But yeah, they still have Miles Turner. Okay. And they got TJ McConnell and they have TJ Warren and they still have Sabonis and they got Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, so I, Doug McDermott, he ain't never going to get to play <laughs> all them dudes. But yeah, that is the third best team on paper to me in the Eastern Conference. And, be, and they're just going to play hard defense. They're not going to win a championship, but they're going to be in a lot of games in the 90s. But we'll see now how good Victor – I want to see Victor Oladipo on the Pacers for a full season because someone told me he was a top 10 player in the NBA. I'm not going to mention his name because after they got kicked me off their radio show, I haven't really heard from that dude. So you know what? Do your thing. I'm not going to shout you out and give you free publicity. But the Indiana Pacers, to me, are they're the third best team. And you better come to play in the playoffs against them or they'll make you pay. The fourth best team is Boston, only because Brooklyn doesn't have KD for the regular season and probably not for the playoffs. And they lost Kyrie Irving. They have Ennis Cantor, who can't, who doesn't really guard anybody. I mean, really doesn't guard anybody would be the more correct statement to use. And they've got Kimball Walker, who I think is a more stable version of Kyrie because I don't think Kimball Walker thinks the earth is flat. Or Kyrie's just an, an interesting off-the-wall dude. But, I mean, no, you're wrong. Kyrie's stupid good. But we're going to see now because before Brad Stevens got stars, I mean, this has been said a million times. He can't coach superstars. I'm not quite sure if I agree with that. Um, we'll see. Is, is Jason Are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown going to make the next step? And what do you do with Gordon Hayward? That locker room became a mess. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, I got Brooklyn at five just because the rest of the East really isn't that good. Um, I'm going to go with Kyrie. I think that uh, Kyrie is very talented. I think that Brooklyn just takes another step. And a lot of these in the East, I'm just going to go through it because I don't really care about the East too much because none of these teams can win the title. One, two, three, four, five. So we're going to take a quick break because there is a train going by. Sorry, we are back. Uh, There was, I live right next to the train tracks. There was a train coming by and I didn't want y'all getting train noises blared in your ears. But um, yeah, so number one, Philadelphia. Number two, Milwaukee. Number three, Indiana. Number four, Boston. Number five, Brooklyn. Number six, Miami. They still have Eric Spolstra. They got rid of Hassan Whiteside, which seemed to be a problem for them. And they got Jimmy Butler, and they still have Deion Waiters. That's going to be a super interesting team. I was hoping that Westbrook was going to go to Miami, but he ended up going to Houston instead. And so um, I'm pretty sure they still have Goran Drogic. Goran Drogic. (laughs) Oh, they drafted Tyler Harrow out of Kentucky. I think that's a pretty good pick. They have Bam. Abadiah. They got Myers Leonard from Portland, and they still have Justice Winslow, who's a good player, but not a great player. They still have annoying Kenny Lennox, and they have James Johnson. That That's a pretty decent team. Chris Silva, I'm pretty sure that was the dude that played at 
Louisville. And so I think that they're going to be a playoff team, but they're not really going to make any noise. Number seven, I got Detroit just because, I mean, they have Derrick Rose. And if Derrick Rose is anything like he was last year, I think that Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond are a good, not great team. Um, that I, I just I want I want this Detroit team to be good, but uh, then they have they still have Reggie Jackson, who I don't know what he is in the NBA. Um, Thon Maker, Tony Snell, Bruce Brown Jr. Oh, they got Markeith Morris. That's fun. They're just another one of these boring Eastern Conference teams that I don't care about. And I'm sorry that this may not sound inspired, but it's I get depressed talking about the Eastern Conference. Then you got the Orlando Magic, who think that Aaron Gordon's a franchise player. I've ne- I thought he's a good dunker. I don't know. After that, I got Atlanta, Chicago, New York, Cleveland, Washington, and Charlotte. I'm not going to waste any time talking about them, except to say that it'll be interesting to see what happens with Bradley Beal. I like the Darius Garland pickup for my Cleveland Cavaliers. Charlotte is a disgrace to the NBA. Like, y'all were the teams that fought for the Supermax, so the key players there, then y'all don't offer Kimball Walker to Supermax. Not saying he's worth the Supermax, but he's probably the closest thing y'all are ever going to get to someone who's worth the Supermax. And, like, why would you go to Charlotte games now? Like, I just... I know that it's a great thing for African-Americans that that Michael Jordan's like the first majority African-American owner, and that's great. And it's great for the push the culture forward. But Michael Jordan has been a bad owner. He was a bad general manager. He's a bad owner. He was was the best basketball player that ever walked the face of the planet, except for uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth. If you haven't seen, he got got game. Or, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So... I'm, I'm done with them. The Knicks are the Knicks. Who did the Knicks get? Oh, I wrote this down. They got Bobby Portis, uh, Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, and Marcus Morris. After not offering Kevin Durant the max, I think you just have to you have to roll the dice when, and give Kevin Durant the max. Now, even if they did, I think once it was clear that Kyrie wasn't going to the Knicks, I think Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie were going to pair up. I don't think either one was going anywhere by themselves. I think Kyrie saw what happened in Boston. KD has to play with other stars. I mean, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Kevin Durant fan. I love his game, but I I like the MVP Kevin Durant. I don't like this. I'm mad at the media and the world and no one likes me and I'm unfulfilled Kevin Durant. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I get it. Money can't solve everything. Um, What did did Royce the 5'9 say? They say money can't buy happiness, so I'd rather do all my crying in a Corvette. Like, come on, man. Like, we got real problems out here, bro. Um, like you have to find what makes you happy. Maybe now, if then I bro- you won the championship for Brooklyn. Great, awesome. You'll be another dude that won a championship with Kyrie Irving, and you'll be the best player. And we should be talking about how Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA right now. But because he got hurt, and because he was on a super team, we're like, is he really though? So now people are trying to tell me Kawhi's the best player, and so the Bulls. I don't even want to talk about them. Like I'm, I'm going back to the, like the Eastern Conference. Like the Bulls are just the Bulls. They're boring. I don't care about them. Um, they got a new coach. I don't even know who the coach is. Um, I could look it up so I don't sound like an idiot. But Chicago Bulls roster. Yeah, let's just go look through. The, oh, they have Zach Levine, Kobe White, Luke, Laurie Markin, and Chris Dunn, Thaddeus Young, 
Daniel Gafford from the Hogs, from the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's what's up. Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter. So this team, Denzel Valentine. Okay, I take that back. Maybe they won't be boring. But who's their coach? I'm going to look up the who the Chicago Bulls because I know they got a new coach. But I don't remember who it was. And I feel like once they tell me, Jim Boylan, that's so underwhelming. Oh, yeah, because when they fired Frank Hoiberg, um, I don't, like, why? Like, what has Jim Boylan ever done? I, I, I don't get it. He coached, okay, so let's see. He was, he coached the Utah Jazz from 2007 to 2011. Then he was an assistant with Indiana. Then he was the assistant with the Spurs. And then he was an assistant and then the associate head coach. Um, I mean, he was an assistant coach with the Rockets, but he's 69 and 60 as a head coach. Oh, that was the Utah Utes. Oh, so he, he ain't even been a head coach in the NBA. And so uh, he went 17 and 41 last year, I guess, when he took over for Hoiberg. So, yeah, not really anything to be excited about with that. But, I mean, I'm excited about the NBA. I really am. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't have all my notes together today. But we jumped into this. I have to go to work soon. I just wanted to go ahead and um, spit out a podcast real quick, let you guys know what I thought about what happened in the NBA. Later on this week, we're going to dive into the NFL. Um, I thought, I'm thinking about there's some quarterback tier stuff I want to talk about that Colin talked about with a couple things I disagree with. There's the top 100 player, the players voted on by the players, so I don't really care because, I mean, they're interesting, but it doesn't really matter. What matters is what happens on the field. Um, baseball's getting really interesting, but most of you don't care, so I'll probably curl tail that till September when we get closer to the playoffs, and then I can actually like study up and because I've been following it all year, I'm an Indians fan, but I don't, I mean, a lot of deadline moves were made, but a lot of stuff's been happening. Um, the NBA's interesting as always. The NFL's back. We got preseason football coming up, which I don't watch. So stay tuned. Oh yeah, by the way, the UFC podcast is coming. Uh, the Faith and Philosophy podcast should be coming. I'm pretty sure it's coming. Um, all these, I'm pretty sure they're coming. I don't want to just like say they're coming and they won't, but we've talked about them. Um, let's see. The Me and Grady Hip Hop Show, and, uh, and whenever Nick can be on, that's coming. The After Hours Sports Pod with me and Dillavu's coming on the After Hours. I'm sorry, on the After Shift Sport, on the After Shift Podcast Network. It's not all sports. It's sports, music, and we'll call it philosophy because, you know, you say religion, people freak out. And they're like, oh, my goodness, let's boycott your podcast. And we're just having open, honest discussions. We're not out here telling you what to believe. But we're excited. We're ready for this to jump off so this has been an episode of the outlaw sports show presented by jesse james williams i will see y'all later and y'all have a good day god bless